0: Welcome, 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 everybody. Becky left to chat. Schedule for one fall. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co host, Jen. Hello. Jen. Yeah. Are you excited? Yes. About? Yes. The final three part episode for maybe a long time? Yes. A lot to cover here, a lot of ground. We're going to kind of mow through it a little bit faster than we normally do, just because this is a simultaneously uh, busy three-part episode, but also really nothing happens. And that's probably because of the timing of the first two. You ready?
1: I will say this. Yes. When we do week to week, Mm -hmm. each episode is going to be at least two parts because we're going to have superstars. And Raw. So, I am happy that this is probably the last three-parter for a while. Um,
0: but we both know that once we add Raw into the equation, that there is a lot more... Maybe juice, a little bit a more little f- substance. fulfilling content than we've been getting with just the Superstars till just about now. I mean, these episodes really feel like Raw episodes. Almost. They
1: are starting to feel better, right? Like Yeah. I, since before the Survivor series... To after, like, I actually feel like there's a difference. Yeah. I and mean, I noticed a few matches where I was actually enjoying watching the jobber matches. And I'm like, e- one of two things is happening. These are getting better? Or I have brainwashed myself into liking this? I think it's a
0: combination of both. And, and for those that don't know or haven't figured it out, Jen is a new Jen <laughs> girl. So she does enjoy... The pageantry that is the new generation. I love it. I'm, I I like more. We're not quite there yet. Though. I kind of like it more raw in the sense of the Attitude Era. You like it more family fun in the new generation, right?
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Attitude Era. I think it's just like the guys in the new generation. Like, I just love them. And then most of them are gone. Um, yeah. So that was kind of a. That part's a bummer. Um also like the wrestling might be a little bit more entertaining. The wrestling itself, the actual in ring stuff, right? Like in New York. Yeah, I mean, where I, I feel would like, say, you know, we just I like the attitude era stuff. I don't know. I I'm probably gonna cut this. Anyway, let's
0: <laughs> No, we're not gonna cut it. But I wanna get a couple couple housekeeping things out of the way at the top. So we are going to cover three episodes. November 28th, December 5th, December 12th. Two of these episodes, and we're going to go episode by episode, but two of these episodes off the top occur at the Terre Haute, Indiana location in the Holman Center. believe I'm saying that right? Holman Center. Filmed October 27th. I say that because the wrestling we're going to see Occurs before the Survivor series, but then some of the stuff that was filmed is clearly not gonna like travel through. So I think that's kind of important as a through line.
1: Yeah.
0: As we go through some of this, because some of it's just silly.
1: One of those first two, like what day?
0: They're both filmed October 27th. So you're talking about filming it almost a month before. Yeah. The Survivor Series. Because, I mean, when we get to the angle that I'm talking about, I mean, we're both going to, you know, anyone out there knows. I mean, the, the Nails angle. You just know that that's just not a thing, right? They've, they've already moved Nails into the next world. Uh, even though, obviously, that's not going to happen. Um, the last episode does take place, though, November 24th. So, at least that one goes forward a month. And that's going to be in the Nutter Center.
1: Still. In- still before this or it's like I one know, day before the but still closer
0: at least a little closer yeah. right in, in terms of the dynamic and, and all of that matters because you know when we do get into the raw times and then when we are going to get into the in your houses a lot of this stuff is going to be filmed in between the pay-per-views versus like we just had a pay-per-view and we're going to keep pumping out content that means nothing because these matches don't actually translate into the future right it's just the promos So, we are going to get started November 28th. Who's our crew, Jen? You're very excited. Who's our crew?
1: Bobby Heenan. And? Vince.
0: And what does Bobby do to kick off the show?
1: He's, like, losing his mind about Mr. Perfect. Why? Because he was part of the Perfect Tag Team with Macho Man.
0: And... They turned his back on
1: him. Yeah, fuck yeah, they did.
0: It's just not a place that he wants to be.
1: He's like having a um, stroke about it, you know?
0: It's pretty funny. Actually, all three three of his intros in each episode, he does that. So it's pretty good. And we're treated to...
1: It's like literally all they talk about during every match is basically Vince just like... Rubbing it face. well because, how, or, yeah, it's, how it's, could it's, they it's,
0: talk about the action? The action's already occurred, so they're cutting this together after the action's already occurred. That well, they've not already even filmed
1: that, the action just doesn't matter. But
0: so, you're saying Bam Bam Bigelow, our first introduction to our boy Bam Bam versus Jerry Fox doesn't matter, is that what you're saying?
1: Haven't we seen Bam Bam once before? Hasn't he been? We saw him once before,
0: right? But now he's gonna be out here. No, no, it, no I, I don't think we did. I think this was, I think he was, I think this is his debut, is November 28th. I think this is his debut. We
1: will we will look it up. We'll double check because I think he was wrong. But when I, um, oh of course Bam Bam matters. W- like, his drop kick might be my favorite drop kick of all drop kicks. Really, he does a good drop kick.
0: Just cause he's so bad. I like Owen Hart's the best. I think. Oh, I good.
1: like Owen Hart's too. But the thing is, Bam Bam's such a big guy that it's kind of like an unexpected, dope ass drop kick. But yeah, Owen Hart's is pretty damn good too.
0: I agree. Anything else you want to take away from this match? Bam, 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 bam. He's here. We get him. Add him into the fold. Take away someone you know else. I don't know who, but just push them away. You know, because now we're getting our roster. We're getting our roster from the video games. We're getting our roster from everything. We then had an update where they show us uh, <laughs> Ric Flair and Razor Ramon leaving the Survivor Series, which you know Razor talking about how he's gonna carve people up. Oh, let's just say. I
1: remember. Israel Ramon wearing the leather jacket. That's all I remember.
0: He's gonna carve everybody up. I just remember <laughs> Ric Flair yelling as he's getting in the limo. Oh, yeah, he's, he's carving everybody,
1: everybody up. up. Carve up perfect with his leather jacket. It is refreshing to see him in a non-matching vest and underoof combination. It's like, tights. oh yeah, he owns wrestling
0: tights. Under- Call them by their name. The under- wrestling tights. Tights.
1: Underoof.
0: Definitely tights, Jen. It was refreshing, but you know what? Because he he owns clothes. He participated in the match, then he had to get on his civilian clothes, but a camera crew just so happened to be there, rolling expensive video. And also, they're just Um, so happy, as
1: they, I love when they do this, and it's happened multiple times, it will continue to happen, that they walk out the back door and their car is literally parked by the back or the side door of a stadium, just, it's like a getaway car, just waiting for them to just jump in. This is their
0: getaway (laughs) limo, they just gotta get in and get out. It's the best. We are then treated to a head shrinkers match. Really not much I can say. No, about there was that.
1: like this weird spear ceremony in the beginning of the match that I don't remember ever really seeing them do.
0: Well, this is still the superstar era. This is still them going against George Anderson and Kevin Kruger. Like I don't <laughs> I don't think I I I mean again, maybe they do more of the stuff on the superstars, but I think as we get further into 93 and then definitely into 94 it's there aren't as many jobber matches
1: kevin Kruger's mouth is like dripping with blood yeah it's
0: it's it's not great
1: yeah they win um
0: you have down in your notes a box face promo with a natural disasters
1: yeah like the little face box
0: yeah i'm just saying you have it on here so yeah because they come
1: in because they're calling out the shrinkers and like the thing about this promo (laughs) is that is just the size disparity Between Earthquake and Typhoon's heads. Like, Earthquake has a very large head. Which would follow his body, right? Typhoon kind of has a small head for his body.
0: And you say that every time. It's like that Hulk Hogan's age. These are just, like, (laughs) things that you just carry with you every single time we talk. Because the thing is,
1: once you see... Thank God. We haven't really had any Hogan, so I haven't been able to say that he is 39 years old. Um... But he is. But once you notice the size difference of their heads, you can't unsee it. Because go you were actually the one who pointed it out to me.
0: Yeah, I mean it's true. But yeah. I mean you do just because you can't unsee something doesn't mean you always have to consistently bring it up. I mean this is like I think
1: it's the first time I'm bringing it up on the on the podcast.
0: IRL. You bring it up every time you see it though. Kinda like kinda like, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things you bring up. But
1: Oh wait, no, So at the end of this match,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as the Head Shrinkers are leaving, mm-hmm. not only does Bobby Heenan wish that Sean Mooney's marriage would fall apart, but while he's saying that, and it's very confusing and out of nowhere, the Head Shrinkers just start fighting each other in front of the Teletron, which now there's just like a crazy video on the Teletron of Titan-tron. them- Oh, I'm calling it a teletron. Yeah, I'm like are tit- you talking
0: about like a, like a teleprompter? Like what even oh, goes on in your brain? I'm
1: making up my own things. In front of the titantron, right. there's like this crazy video and they're fighting and Heenan is screaming about Sean Mooney's marriage and it like for a good 12 seconds, I was like, this must be what like tripping feels like. It was wild.
0: They do that though. I feel like they they do fight each other and then they headbutt each other. That's like their thing. Is like you headbutt them and then they yeah, yeah, them. yeah,
1: yeah. But like it was just it was just thing. a wild uh, combination of things happening. It was beautiful. It was not wild.
0: You call things wild and they're beautiful. We then are treated to events that are promos. The ones we got on the peacocks was a uh, yokozuna.
1: Yeah, and like
0: and Mr. Fuji still calls him yokozuma. Which I think it's just going sketch.
1: to call him yokozuma. yokozuma. I don't know, but then Mooney called him yokozuno and.
0: It's a lot. It's I feel like it's Yokozuna. Guys, it's not that hard. It's Yokozuna. We can do it. Um, Undertaker.
1: Uh-huh. Paul Bear. Uh-huh.
0: What are they gonna do? Who are they coming for next?
1: Nails. <laughs>
0: Again. I feel like this was filmed before. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, because we Yeah. Nails is not here. No mo. Then But they, like the Paul Bearer says he thinks of nails every time he goes into his beautiful embalming room and looks at the porcelain. And then Taker comes on, and he says, come back to these eyes, nails. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. I
0: mean, I just... (laughs) What is going on? The thing is, like, I just feel like you have to really remember that when they describe the embalming room, and you think, in your heart, this isn't real like Jake the snake having a cobra. This is real. Paul Bear is a mortician. Paul Bear does take stone cold Steve Austin to his embalming room at some point. He don't fuck around. He's maybe serious. Maybe he does want to embalm nails. I don't know. But that's all I had to add because I just feel like it's important that we don't get lost in the shuffle here of the embalming room. Of Paul Bear's real, I definitely, true career.
1: If I'm going to get lost anywhere, I hope it's not going to be in the above. No.
0: And he may or may not, you know, be coming at this from a place of uh, of truth. Then we are treated to what will be multiple Reverend Slick promos. Apparently he invited <sighs> us to the Survivor Series, which I do not recall. But I believe it happened, if I'm told it did. I didn't take a lot from the Reverend Slick promos. And I don't really want to cover them too much because I feel like... The cringe is pretty high with these. I don't know what your thoughts are with that.
1: Yeah, he does. It's
0: very cringy.
1: He does say some people don't have legs to have arthritis in. Um, as he's yelling, how everyone needs to be thankful. So I'm like, is that is that to say that people with arthritis should be happy that they have legs to have arthritis? Yeah, in?
0: that's it. He's he's okay. trying to tell you that no matter what, there's always a silver lining, basically. So if you have arthritis in your legs, at least you have legs. Sounds like a
1: toxic positivity to me. And if you
0: don't have legs, well, then you don't get arthritis in them. So I guess that's a positive. Right. So together, it's all good. Then we got our boy. Your boy? Bob Backlund. Against a man named Tom Stone. I want to be clear here. You have him in the face box. Again, because he then, yeah. as he's wrestling, I he gives been, you a promo.
1: I didn't put him in the face box. He
0: cuts a promo while he's wrestling. Now, at this version of Bob Backlund has all of his hair. And this version of Bob Backlund is just a very muted face, from what I can tell. Trying to tap back into him being a champion. He doesn't even do the cross chicken wing. He does the weird, like, man's-on-man's, pile-driving, like, sunset flip where he does, like, a back bridge. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I'm not, I'm definitely, my all-time versions of Bob Backlund, this is going to rank as the lowest of my versions, but that's me. How do you feel about Bob Backlund? Yeah,
1: I agree. Um, in his face box, he wants you, he said he's here for two reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Reason number one, he said, to make all of you proud of the things I'm involved in.
0: What they are, we won't tell you. Just things. What
1: does that fucking mean? (laughs) The things. Um... Number two to time to the clap. What? What? Huh? That climbed to the top of the WW. It's true. Oh, man. My brain. Um, and he ends with a handshake after he does his weird bridge finisher. Situation. It's like a
0: sunset flip into like, it's a,
1: cool. like a back
0: bridge. It looks cool.
1: But it also kind of looks not... It looks weird and...
0: But it looks cool again in a way that like... If I'm at a state fair and I see them wrestling under the wrestling tent, maybe that's cool because you're they like, do wow. That at state fairs? Yeah, absolutely. That's where I think Ric Flair's doing his thing in Tennessee State Fair. Oh, sure cool. they do that. Yeah, that's like big events. Remember in the show Heels, that's where they're going. They're going to do it in the state fair. That's true. You know, they do that sort of stuff because it's entertaining, and obviously when you see. Huh?
1: been to a state fair I don't think so
0: I don't think you've been to been a to state county
1: fair fairs. I don't think
0: you could handle a state fair to be honest with you.
1: oh now I need to go to a state fair
0: nah I don't think you do a lot of you know imagine where we live the festival that's in town except times 10 that's a state fair so I don't think you could I I don't think you would enjoy that much of a crowd and and uh for the most part it's probably not going to be your type of scene I would think a lot of meat on a stick
1: mm, yeah I'm not really big a into lot it. of like
0: turkey legs Yeah, funnel cakes.
1: I like funnel. I like. I think I'm the only person in America who doesn't like funnel cakes.
0: You know, all the things that you don't like are what's there at the state fair. (laughs) You know, like here's. I like cheese fries. Okay, so they may have cheese fries, and then when you order them without bacon, and you look at me and everyone else we're with, and there's bacon on them, and then you're upset, and we're like, okay, now we got to go fight a carny to get you the right cheese fries. It's just not worth it for the state fair vibes. So
1: I'm going to a state fair. Okay,
0: I respect you. People out there tell her which state to go check out the fair. Um, who has the best state fair? Then we get a Harvey Whippleman kimchi promo about how they worked out the Kings And Kamala will only do what they tell him to do from now on.
1: It's like basically they're like, we're just going to abuse this man.
0: But also for those that know, because this happened 30 years ago, we're about to get a giant Gonzalez sighting. Managed by Harvey Whippleman. Kamala was also just IRL, put into a coffin, and they nailed it shut. Yo,
1: he, quick uh, quick bounce back on that.
0: That's what I'm saying. So it's just kind of like... I Dude. guess he
1: didn't have to meet any maggots or Yeah, anything. like I thought, so I'm, I'm happy I thought we were
0: burying him. I don't even know.
1: I'm pretty happy that he's still alive. Really. <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Hours later, you know, it's he's, unbelievable. He's he unbelievable. went and had a turkey leg, and he's back.
1: Unbelievable programming.
0: Then we got a Damien Demento. Joey Mags match. And and I, I'm going to ask you, because this is the first of multiple that this is going to happen. Are these matches, are they trying to push Damien Demento or it'll be other people too? Or are they trying to push Doink? So I feel like they're trying to push Doink more than they're trying to push Damien
1: Demento. I think they're trying to... Uh... Or you think it's both? Yep, yeah, both. Okay. I think that the real push is for Doink, but it's like hopefully if, you know... If this, listen, why not try and get two things over at once? Oh,
0: I'm, I'm fine yeah. with that because I'm just kind of like, I know obviously by the time it's, you know, at the end of this episode when we get Doink Bam Bam, like we know that that's a thing, but like, oh God. you know, the rest of it's just kind of like, there's Doink again. What is this clown doing? And, and I believe I turned to you after the second or third time we saw this happen because we watched these in a row and I'm like, I just, I don't understand I know anything can happen in the WWF, but isn't there, like, do security? Do you really, though?
1: I feel, like you, I feel like you're questioning a lot. Well, I'm
0: questioning, like, but... isn't there security? Or isn't there some <laughs> sort of, like, aren't there rules? Aren't there local police? Like, wouldn't somebody stop the guy?
1: Especially in, like, the next episode or two when he starts just walking down the aisle. Like, yeah, he's not like, even in the cr- He's still in the crowd here. Just no um,
0: institutional control. No. At all.
1: Um, Where? Do you know where Damien Demento was built from?
0: The furthest recesses of your mind?
1: Mm, clo- the outer limits of your... Outer limits. You know and I'm going to give you that because it means the same thing.
0: Yeah. Something. Something. Something strange.
1: He's in a face box too.
0: And then we get highlights of Shawn Michaels and Marty Genetti. This is a thing, Jen.
1: It's, it's back.
0: So we had Bulldog take the title. But then we had Shawn get it from him. Quickly. Squap it out to get the beef stroganoff surprise that was the Survivor Series title uh, champion versus champion. Which is only good in a sense that in the future, these guys are the champions out of the multiple matches. But now we're bringing Shawn back into the realm of where he needs to be. Because he's got unfinished views. Unfinished business. Yeah. It's he's true. He's got to, you know, he has to uh, defend his title. Right, Because he didn't defend it at Survivor Series. He was going for another title. True. Who's Who's he going to defend it with? Who's this feud with?
1: You just said it.
0: I know. But, I mean, you're not giving me any of the Marty vibes that you were giving me <laughs> while we were watching it. And while you were gleefully showing me your barbershop incident pin. Just reminding me <laughs> over and over again that we're back here. You had a big oh, smile man, on your back. face. Talk to me about the uh, the Marty interview. He's
1: back. Um... man it bums me out marty sucks on the mic and i love marty genetti but marty i'm sorry man not that you'll ever hear this
0: he might you don't know
1: oh no i'm gonna cut that
0: that's okay i'm pretty sure if he did self-reflection he'd be like you know what i probably could have done better on the mic
1: i mean he just seemed nervous you know he's just he did have a skeleton earring that you were like that is not a skeleton earring and i said yes it is i don't know It's delightful. Was,
0: it was a wild earring
1: it was like a three inch long Dangling skeleton.
0: But the push now. He's been training. Vince Vince will continue to tell us with IcoPro. Mm-hmm. He's he been has training. Been. He
1: has been. Yep. He's got For everybody
0: that loves somebody.
1: Everybody that loves Marty Janetti.
0: Yeah. Wh- whoever you love, if you love a body, you love IcoPro. So, he's been training. He does his thing. Um. So far, the best promo that's been cut, only for Cringe Factor at this point. The best the best action we've gotten is this this marty Janetti. yeah
1: he came back you know he's back he wants revenge he says something to the effect of like my dad always told me to only to not respect people who don't respect you and sean i made the mistake of respecting you like it was it was, it was weird it
0: he was coming from a, from his heart, but I don't think that there was enough fabe involved. I didn't. You know, he had to kind of
1: really feel it.
0: He had to kind of tap into a little bit of the uh, the sexy boy attitude that Sean has, and I don't think he did. I think he was kind of coming from like real life. Like Sean, you you kicked me through a window. I didn't jump through it in an act of cowardice.
1: Like you actually popped me in the face. You with actually that, kicked with me in the face with that super kick. With that cheetah
0: Like That, that, cheetah's like that wasn't kick.
1: very nice. We were friends. We
0: were very we friendly. We were really
1: good friends. We used to
0: hang out at we all the bars. We toured the world together. We may or may not have done a lot of blow. I don't know. But we definitely had drinks. We
1: may have gotten into some bar fights. But we were still friends through it all.
0: I mean, it's possible we buried a body out in the Las Vegas desert. I don't know. I
1: don't like that you said that. It's possible. You took it too far.
0: Who knows? That did not happen. I don't know.
1: I do. It did not happen. Well, I,
0: I can only assume. I'm not accusing or stating. Okay. I just threw it out there. Their friendship. Who knows how how deep it goes. I don't know. But you know what? <laughs> he's upset. Yeah. And that's what we got. And he's coming for the title.
1: Yeah.
0: Anything else you had in your little notebook there about this one? No. We mm-hmm. then move right on to Razor Ramon versus Gary Jackson. And we got Razor in a face box talking yep. about how... He's going to slap the smirk
1: off Mr. Perfect. Did we How's describe what this face box is? That it's like the yeah, little promo? it's the pop-in okay.
0: box. But normally the okay. pop-in box, like the picture-in-picture picture box. Oh, that's so silly. The way they've deployed it before was generally not with the person in the match. They would be deploying it with someone else. Either cutting a promo yeah.
1: well, they'll do either. at that
0: person. They, they do both. But this entire episode has just been the people that are in the match. Except for
1: the head shrinkers, you get the natural disasters coming in in the face box.
0: Sure. But we move on to uh, Crush vs. Red Tyler. Vince telling us we're getting WrestleMania 9.
1: Caesar's Palace.
0: Las Vegas. The new family-friendly Las Vegas. If I recall correctly, there will be Bobby Veraginen riding in on a camel. Backwards, I do believe. I believe Gorilla Monsoon will also be there. There? I think he I think he does it, right? Doesn't he? Isn't it Bobby and Gorilla? This isn't Vincent Trouble.
1: Bobby, Gorilla, and Macho Man. That's right. And Um Yeah. So we're not there yet, but
0: No. And the notes I see here you have uh just a lot of Ico Pro discussions.
1: <laughs> Every time I hear I go pro I try to write it down.
0: Because Crush is definitely a disciple of IgoPro. There's
1: a little kid, a little Like, five-year-old in the audience with an Pro shirt.
0: And how does that make you feel when you see that?
1: Excited.
0: I know. Real happy. That's, like, what you have on the notes. It's just ICOPro. Then we move on to uh, Event Center. We get some promos. We got Virgil just hyping Bret Hart. Like, he's just his hype man. Basically, talking about how they're all... Everybody in the WWF needs to give Bret the love that he deserves. as the champion. He's fighting everybody. Yes. We got Rick Martell, just being Rick Martell.
1: He's everybody jealous of him, you yeah. know.
0: And high energy.
1: High energy. Also, Rick Martell is coming at Brett. Like, that's not... No, but high energy. They're thanking their fans for oh Well, support. he's got to
0: come at Brett. Everybody's got to come at Brett. Because Brett's got the title. And we're coming into the Royal Rumble. It's the season, Jen.
1: True. It's the season.
0: So everybody now is all of a sudden a contender. Anything else to take away from this episode? Nabi. Do you think we're gonna be discussing any of the matches or the clothing or attire? Going forward on this episode. I'm gonna go ahead and say no.
1: I don't think so. I don't think it's uh
0: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move on. December 5th, episode of Superstars. Same location. Film the same day. We start with high energy versus our man BH, Barry Horowitz, and W. T. Jones. Barry Horowitz, custom drip. We're getting lots of conversations about how these guys can wrestle in those genie
1: pants. These genie pants.
0: We had a Coco hate them. We had a Coco Beware Parrot sighting.
1: Oh Frankie.
0: Because we're not in Canada. Because the last few that we had, we were filmed in Canada. We were trying to figure out why they didn't have it and I'm so, like probably couldn't bring the bird through Canada.
1: This is filmed the same day as Saturday night's main event, just a little fun fact. That we the one that we covered a like, like a couple yeah, weeks ago. It was
0: a filming day for the yeah. WWF, so they just filmed all this stuff.
1: Um Barry Horowitz has <laughs> never mind.
0: You gotta say it now. No, because I'm wrong. Okay. Anything else you wanna add
1: then? <laughs> This match actually delivered some high energy. I didn't hate it.
0: You sound like none of that high energy runs off on you. Either. You're like, this was high energy.
1: <laughs> no, it was really... like...
0: I didn't hate it. No,
1: it was a fun... It actually, like...
0: I didn't hate it. I didn't hate <laughs> it. I mean...
1: I don't remember how the pin was, but I did write down that it was a fun one. So it ended with a fun pin. Okay. I'm cutting this. <laughs> no, you need to keep
0: it in or you need to put it at the top put it at the top because i think any any gaffes we have they, they gotta go at the top speaking of things that go at the top maybe can't get all the way in
1: what's what she said
0: girth how many times do we hear them say the word girth when discussing yokuzuna
1: <gasps> oh my god
0: bobby all in on the girth huge girth girth. just discussions of and the way he can move
1: around in there with all that girth like
0: (laughs) yokozuna is definitely one of my favorite heel though like as a kid because he's such a video game boss like he's so because he's he's silent he doesn't really say a whole heck of a lot and he's so big and he moves so fast i love yokozuna
1: the Vinnyism of the day i've never seen anyone with that kind of girth that's it just girth it's just it's just the I've just never curved. seen any, like Vince, you have to know that <laughs> Vino. T- the 12 year old boys you're talking to are on the floor right now, dying. They in just earth. can't, and they cannot stop talking about how big he is. It's just, his they can't.
0: Uh, he squashes Mark Morgan.
1: Yeah. I hope Mark's okay. Mark, if you're out there,
0: hopefully you were okay from this one. Cause yeah. he squashes a lot of people in his day. Yeah. He is one of those wrestlers that I would point to and say to people, I don't understand how any of it works. Yeah. And I would love to, if I ever could, have ever interviewed him or something and be like, how? You know, like one of those, if you got a magician behind the the curtain and they didn't care to tell you any of their secrets, right? Because, like, how do you do that? Like, I understand what I think it is that you do, but it has to hurt somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it ha- I don't understand Sometimes how it doesn't. Sometimes when he
1: holds the rope, when he, like does his squash like i feel like he holds himself up and then other times you see him just completely like squish but other times you on.
0: see him hold the rope but then it's only for a second and, he and then it, he's yeah. on and it looks know. like his whole body's on the guy so like i don't know and i, mean, I don't a lot know because
1: people... i mean he'd have to be doing such a low squat that he'd be like inches off the floor and like i just don't i don't know i don't know if i believe that someone that big could have that kind of strength I, you know but what I he mean? might i don't know man
0: nobody knows and then we jump into the event center We got a promo by Crush.
1: He would be surfing and chilling if he was in Hawaii. But it's cold where he is. But he is in the WWF and it's hot in there with the tempers blaring. Like what?
0: He's getting ready. They're all all getting ready for who could be the Royal Rumble winner. Then we have Razor Ramon cutting another promo. He's come from the gutter.
1: I've heard that one before, yeah.
0: And he's coming. But he's here. He's said His name's before. in lights. His name's in lights. He's here. Yeah, true. Now.
1: He's coming at perfect.
0: Well, that's, again, neither here nor there who he thinks he's coming at. Because I have a feeling he's going to end up coming at Bret Hart. Because we have a Max Moon sighting. <laughs> Maximilian Moon against Brian Costello.
1: Maximus Moonimus. He,
0: Ma- Max Moon cuts a promo. The mask doesn't look right. In his it's picture-in-picture promo box. so
1: tight. His mask looks like it's, like, strangling his face. Like, his face is spilling. Like, when you wear tight pants and you get, like, the spare tire, he has, like, spare tire on his cheeks. I,
0: I don't know what else to say except Dwink is there again. So, also, again, I don't, I don't know. I he's, have some... like,
1: becoming less robotic.
0: Because I feel like that gimmick died pretty quick. I feel like all of this is dying pretty quick for mm-hmm. Max Moon. I mean, it just wasn't... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh Max Moon.
0: Um then we get another update. They show the title defense of Bret Hart.
1: Oh my god. And How we, did you feel about the the Bret Hart video? I,
0: you know, I forgot about a lot of these videos. And maybe Superstars, they played more of them than I remember seeing with Raw. I, I remember a lot of Shawn Michaels videos, but like man, these videos are <sighs> Yeah. They, um... Cringe. They're cringe. They're one funny cringe. This wasn't that
1: bad. But, it was about his title defenses, but he does have a... He has a good one coming. Oh, yeah. We know. I'd say he would get the silver medal of a wonderful 90s video.
0: And what I could only say is the, the win of all wins. We get Mean Gene interviewing Ric Flair at a restaurant.
1: Yeah, it's great. They're drinking white wine.
0: When Mean Gene is just nodding along
1: at him. There's like... <laughs>
0: Just like, yeah. It's like a meme. You're watching the birth of a meme just in front. Of you. He's like, yeah. You like a
1: close up on his face.
0: So good. So and good. And Rick
1: is just screaming about.
0: If he wants Cindy Crawford here, she'll be here because he gets what he wants. So he stubbed his toe in Saskatoon. He stubbed his toe in Saskatoon. That, that's what <laughs> happened to him. He stubbed his toe in a know nothing place called Saskatoon.
1: Yeah. It was unfortunate. He
0: wants to everyone him. to know that is a blip, even the great one. Even the best can stub their toe in Saskatoon.
1: Listen, anybody can stub their toe in Saskatoon.
0: I mean, that's what I took from the promo again. Ric Flair clearly running away, and I don't think it's—I don't think it's hyperbole for me to say this, as we're getting to the end of our first season here. Like he's probably my MVP of the year. He has probably cut the best promos. Been involved in some of the best matches. I think he's he's my MVP for the year. Just this just cements it all.
1: Well, in a couple episodes, we will.
0: We'll discuss, yeah. but yeah. I'm mean, gonna I have a feeling. Yours, Definitely, you're, yours through. is gonna be the birth of uh, a Jonathan. So no, 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 no. But
1: listen, <laughs> I like other wrestlers. Okay.
0: We then get another Ugandan giant sighting. Although maybe. Again, we want to remind you this was filmed in October. Before he was put in a casket. But we're oh, being true, told true, true. that this is filmed after he was put in a casket. So, Ugandan Giant Kamala versus Buck Zumhoff. Um, thinking Harvey Wimpleman. Just so everybody remembers. They don't like each other.
1: Well, this is going to be a feud that just lasts. Forever. For what seems like forever. In
0: perpetuity. Um, and Kim is just being shitty to Kamala.
1: No, well, it's kind of like fucked up. It's cringe. It's actually super. It's it's it might be the cringiest thing so far.
0: Kamala does his standard. I'm going to win the match, but also fuck. He's up like Canadian cowering three in times. the
1: corner from kimchi. It's not great. Ugh, not great. But at eh. least he can escape coffins.
0: I guess, or maybe we're just filmed out of order. Then we get a um, another promo by the uh, Reverend Slick.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand yet why.
0: And we're gonna leave that there. I don't understand why either. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's about.
1: But I do enjoy that there's things uh, thrown in here that I'm just like, what? Like what? I I thought I knew all the. No.
0: I got one of my favorite um, genisms. So we had a Hacksaw Jim Duggan sighting against Dale Wolf, and you're like, oh, you're. I think you say when Hacksaw Jim Duggan appears, you just check out. You're like, I'm out. And I'm like, Jen, it's December. We got a Royal Rumble coming around. We need (laughs) participants. Hacksaw's out here. I don't here. want to be
1: mean to Hacksaw. He seems like a really nice guy. No,
0: you're not being mean. Because I remember seeing him when I was a kid. And I told you this. And I told the story here on this podcast, too. I remember seeing him. I think I saw him with Sergeant Slaughter. Because the thing about Hacksaw Jim Duggan is he's like the bushwhackers and stuff. Like, you know who he is. He's from your young childhood or someone's childhood, like in the 80s and 90s. Like, that, like that's who he is, the early 90s. Like, that's it, it's okay that he's not one of the main feature players here. But he's still around. You know, it's like bringing up a Bob Backlund. Why is Bob Backlund coming back? We got a Royal Rumble. We need we need 30 <laughs> participants. We're trying to fill a rumble.
1: I bet he still pops up in the Royal Rumble.
0: Who, Bob Backlund?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Oh, now? I Would you really be surprised?
0: Yes. Now I don't think, like, we don't watch anything now, really. So, like, now I would think that he probably doesn't. Because I think they have enough people. I think they have enough people. I would hope they have enough people. Um, But we had that match and then we had the nails interview. Yep. He wants to remind everybody that he's innocent. (laughs) He wants to remind everybody that boss man committed atrocities to him, not the other way around, and that he's innocent. Still talks in the voice box.
1: But like if you're innocent, don't you think you're going to try and really work a little harder at maybe your image and the way you talk to make yourself come off as innocent. Jen, if I'm
0: innocent and I've been released from prison, (laughs) the last thing I'm going to do is wear my jumpsuit.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Can we agree on that? Oh, yeah.
0: Because if I'm innocent, I want to put that behind me. If anything, I'm going to wear a shirt that says I'm fucking innocent. Ask me about it. And on the back, it'll be like, boss man and the prison guards abused me. That's the shirt that I'm going to have made up. That's what I'm going to wrestle in. I'm not going to wrestle in my jumpsuit with my prison number. But I digress. Anything else you got from this interview outside of spittle?
1: No. <laughs> no. Do we
0: think The Undertaker nails is going to pay off down the line?
1: Nope. Okay. I, I do not think it it will.
0: I don't think it will either, but you never know. There could, there could always be uh, something filmed someday. That we come across. You never know. I'm gonna go put this in the probably not gonna happen though. Then we got a Tatanka versus a Louis Spicoli match. Louis Spicoli. Like you just, you know that Vince loves saying Spicoli. He always just calls him Spicoli. Um, we had a.
1: A chop right into the proboscis.
0: A proboscis chop. Which, as we know, Vince loves to tell his son in law he has a massive proboscis.
1: But he said proboscis. Proboscis.
0: More IcoPro Ico talk, because Tatanka's one of the uh, the peeps.
1: No, but he started going into the different types of IcoPro.
0: He definitely said Thurman Foreskin. I know. He definitely <laughs> oh, no, said Thurman Foreskin. That? I don't know, but he definitely said Thurman Foreskin. As Bobby the Brain Heenan, in only Bobby the Brain Heenan fashion, is talking about how he wants Mr. Perfect underneath his Christmas tree, which is such an innuendo. <laughs> For anyone that's, like, I really want to fuck that person, on like, so I want them I under know. my tree. Like, that's what I want. And you're just like, Bobby, like, but... And again, your audience is children
1: <laughs> on no. Saturday morning.
0: It's just like it's ah, Thurman foreskins.
1: It's perfect under the tree. Could you imagine if you
0: ran? Render- talking about
1: Eiko Pro Twitches. Like I don't know what the fuck. Could is you? Happening.
0: Could you imagine if you said to Santa Claus, "Like Really really want is Mister Perfect under my tree." They'd be like, "Whoa, take it easy." Like as a little kid, yeah, they'd be like, like, "I don't know. I guess you want a toy." Yeah, uh, somebody like this if personal- you were to
1: say like, "I want Macho Man," they. would Probably be like, oh, you want, like, a little macho man figure. Okay, but I want Mr. Perfect under my... It it does sound right? a
0: little different. <laughs> yeah. And then a grown-ass man. Like, <laughs> calm down, bro. Calm down. What I really want is Mr. Perfect under my tree. Like, Bobby, relax. Um, We jump back to the event center. We got <laughs> another Bob Backlund promo. Like, that jacket.
1: Why? Why not? Why? The shoulders are so puffy. I have to... I will put this on the Instagram because... I did take a picture of his puffy jacket because it was unbelievably puffy.
0: Damien Demento. Like dis- Seinfeld. Discusses all of the suffering that he will bring. Yeah. And the Nasty Boys are coming for Jimmy Hart.
1: Yeah, that's what you get.
0: Then we have Shawn Michaels versus John Paul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not John- Sean Paul. John Paul.
1: Just give me the light.
0: You found another ICOPro Pro shirt.
1: I got, it was like an, this was not on a kid. This was on a grown adult. For
0: everybody that loves their body.
1: For everybody that wants to put an iPro Pro shirt on their body.
0: And finally, we had a uh, highlight video of Mr. Perfect being perfect.
1: He's so fucking perfect. The
0: video of videos where he hits the bullseye, mm-hmm. may- sinks the putt, hits the half court shot, yep, t- bowls the strike, and turns around and casually walks away. Just uh-huh. all, just the perfect
1: montage. It's the best.
0: Anything else you want to add on this episode? And we're kind of speeding through, but I want to make sure that
1: no, it's we gotta.
0: You know, we we, we keep this under, we keep it under an hour's, is but it's the goal. So the last one we have was actually filmed on the day of the Survivor Series. The day before. The day before is what I, how I'm reading Sorry. this, and, and this is the twelve twelve episode.
1: Or maybe it was the day of.
0: No, probably the day. It what it, it was filmed in November. Point being, we still haven't we still haven't gotten past the Survivor Series with the matches that we. This
1: is had. a big episode.
0: This is the debut of Jerry the King Waller. Yeah. He's an announcer. Yeah. But he's letting everybody know that he's coming into the WWF to jump into the Royal Rumble. So he's throwing his name in yeah. the ring to be in the Rumble, which is exciting because I always enjoy the antics of Jerry the King Waller myself uh, in the ring and in the wrestling thing, like whatever goes on outside. I'm, I don't want to get into that, but
1: the, no, the announcer. No, 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 no. We're going to stay far away from that, but I also... Um, I enjoy it. Enjoy him as a commentator. Very
0: entertaining. The, I... One of the two voices of my youth, Jerry and JR. So.
1: And like Jerry and Heenan together for the short time on this episode that they were together. I wish I would. I just wish we had more of that.
0: Chef's kiss. I mean, it was it was very good. It was like one upsmanship. Yeah. Of, of heel manager energy. Uh, But we started with the Nasty Boys versus John Rickner and the Brooklyn Brawler.
1: So I see uh, Kim Chi is taking some time off to Moonlight as a Brooklyn Brawler again.
0: Excuse me? Wait? Mm. Kim Chi is the Brooklyn Brawler?
1: Say what? What?
0: Um, Maybe it's because his services won't be needed corralling people (laughs) much longer, right? right? Let's hope. Um, Nothing really big here. We get the update that Mean Gene is going to announce... Something important about the Royal Rumble, about the main event at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which is that it's the Royal Rumble. You turn to me afterwards and I'm like, he announced.
1: Well, I think, yeah, because I think that the thing is, is that the winner is going to have a shot at the title at WrestleMania 9. Echo Pro. He also talks about Pro.
0: But again, we already mm-hmm. know because every winner of the Rumble gets the title. But, but I don't
1: know if that okay. was true before this, so we don't know. Have you ever seen? I've never seen before the '91 Rumble. I've never seen the '1990 Rumble, so I don't know. I don't know if that's true. And the last Rumble was winner takes the belt, right? So that's oh gonna, okay, you know, all right, okay. So I really that's don't. Fair.
0: That's fair. I'll give you that. That's fair. Um, we then had a Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam, John Paul match. Oh,
1: John Paul just got beat up by Shawn Michaels. Now he's gonna get beat up by Bam Bam.
0: I mean, John Paul's doing those jobs. Uh, Big thing here is Doink glitter bombs Bam Bam after the match. Yeah, which is important because the two of them will have a feud.
1: Yeah, I mean Doink is basically messing with everybody, but yeah, he's he definitely glitter bombs him. You think it's gonna be water, but it's glitter.
0: Then we had an event center promo with a big moss man.
1: Mm-hmm. He made vows to uphold the law. Bloody, bloody, bloody.
0: Money Inc. They want the nasty boys.
1: Yep. They're they, going to
0: settle this thing for the honor of Jimmy Hart.
1: As IRS says, they nastily stink, they nastily smell.
0: <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. There's no You bring nothing more than sixth grade. English teacher energy. Then when you talk like your IRS. You're like your essay wasn't in on time and you didn't read the book. Like it's just IRS has that energy and it's great when you channel it. I enjoy it. Yeah. You're like what are you even saying? You love
1: me? IRS so much. I
0: do. Another rebelums are circ- Yeah, promo. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I was making fun of you the way you were talking about IRS.
1: Oh, making fun you of me. You sounded
0: like a 6-year-old teacher, which is what IRS sounds like like a teacher
1: sound like a teacher. He used the word across.
0: Oh, he sounds like a teacher. I didn't say he was like a, mean a teacher. Like a
1: teacher, yeah. Yeah, kinda.
0: like the worst teacher. You're like, oh man, I got Irwin's well, math I guess class. that's what you
1: associate like the IRS with, is like the shitty substitute teacher. Yeah. Like your worst. Yeah. Right. So it makes sense. Oh man,
0: I got Earth Science with Irwin. This sucks. <laughs>
1: Earth Science <with> <laughs>
0: We've got another Reverend Sick promo. I don't know what the fuck this is about still.
1: He says, although... My sky may be clouded and gray. I'm going to have a happy day. And he just starts singing about happy days.
0: Well, are they sunny days?
1: Mm. Be careful. Too
0: soon. Marty Jannetty versus Dwayne Gill. <laughs> oh, man, Marty. Sean's in there talking about, uh, you know, he don't know what the fuck's happened with Sherry. But, but if like Marty...
1: all women, when he needs her, she'll, she'll come But back. if Marty
0: wants to smoke. He can come get the smoke. He can come get that smoke. He can come get the smoke. Echo pro. This match ends with doink dicking around again. (laughs) But.
1: The the finishing move. The finishing move. Yes. Yes.
0: yes, The finishing move. You have it listed by its technical name. I'm going to call it the rocker surprise. (laughs) Mm. You called it a slow flying fist. That's
1: what you called it when we were watching. I know.
0: Because you're just watching. You're like, but. Like, if you've ever seen someone gingerly, like, jump down off of something, that's the momentum he had coming off the rope. He was on the top slow rope, too. Fist. Yeah, he just was like... Dee, 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 dee. It just was like... it just <laughs> A slow-flying fist. Or the rocker surprise.
1: I just feel like you'd really hurt your hand. You know? Like, that's a long way for that fist to fly.
0: But if you're, like, an anime character...
1: That's why he, that's or people, you can
0: actually fly and you're so powerful that you have like the the strength of 10,000 suns coursing through your fist that when you hit someone they explode then that's a good move but
1: yeah but he, he's Marty Gentti he's a he's a human man
0: okay so okay so you're trying to say that Marty Gentti is just a human man. With his slow flying fist. I mean, that's They're a all finisher. human men.
1: They're all of these people, human. So when
0: Macho Man drops right. his elbow off the top rope, but
1: no, there's a difference between an elbow than a fist. I'm saying a fist, like you might really hurt your fist. Like an elbow is a little bit more durable. Here's the thing: when you
0: try to analyze <laughs> finishing moves in wrestling, I don't normally. It's very. I would say subjective, right? You're trying to analyze Marty Jannetty's flying, uh, you know, flying fist of fury. But I don't really know how that's going to work out for you. Because, I mean, uh, it's a finishing move, Jen. The match ends. He
1: and clearly beat his opponent. when Doink comes over to mm-hmm. throw glitter on Marty, mm-hmm. the glitter turns out to be water. he soaks him in water. Makes sense. And then I said... Oh, that's actually probably nice. He's probably really hot. And you took that completely the wrong way. And I didn't like that. I mean... I'm going to cut this.
0: You got thirst.
1: I don't. I don't have thirst.
0: You got some Marty thirst.
1: I don't have any Marty thirst.
0: You had just seen Sean on the screen. It was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing.
1: I didn't see him get doused with water, though. Um, this is getting cut. Be careful. I'm don't cutting all No, cutting you, can, you can't cut it. any of
0: it. It's perfect. <laughs> then we had a Nails versus Mike Collins match.
1: Yep, I literally did not write one note for that match. Anyway,
0: we're moving right along. <laughs> we had an interview I with interview can't. with Bret Hart, Bret Hart wearing <sighs> luscious, 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 luscious shoulder pads.
1: Oh my god! And he's his boots. He's wearing these like Bret Hart cowboy boots. He's wearing a white Bret Hart shirt.
0: If ever someone is wearing their Sunday finest. And he's not a man standing in front of a mountain in uh, you know, white, faded denim. This is what he would be wearing. Okay? Bret Hart <laughs> wants everybody. He doesn't give a fuck. He it has been hyped up now that Bret Hart is a
1: He's a fighting champ. Fighting champ. A fighting champ.
0: He will fight anyone, anywhere, anytime.
1: Well he was your champ, right? He was your favorite champ?
0: He was. Because honestly, because I kept seeing him fight people, that was really you know it's what, true. What, what he the thing was, yeah. he's just always because people. Let's
1: be real. When Hulk Hogan, even when Ric Flair, Macho Man had the belt, like you don't. I've seen him fight more people than the guys that had it in the short amount of time he's had the, in, the belt. In the
0: next three years, you have two faces and three heels outside of Hulk Hogan that have the belt. You got Yokozuna, Diesel, and Shawn. Now, they try to turn Diesel a little into a face, I think. But that's who you have. That are faces. They did. That are they heels did. that have the belt. Faces, you have Brett and, like, Lex Luger. Doesn't no, Lex Luger get it for, like, a minute?
1: Lex Luger never had the belt. And Sean was a face when he had the belt. 100%. This time. In the Attitude Era, he's a heel. But now, when he gets it from Brett, he's a face. And you forgot. The other face that had the belt. Hulk Hogan gets it again.
0: No, yeah, but I didn't count that. Second, because okay, because yeah. that just was kind of, like, off screen. And yes, he, Sean is a face when he gets it. I will agree with that. However, the thing I will say about that, the caveat is it takes a little bit of time and he still always has that heel energy. He never he is a face, but he's just so loved by the crowd that you just accept him. It's not like you're all well, of a sudden like he goes from he's like
1: walking out like an arrogant like arrogance to like, you know, like Less shake, arrogance? No, like, he's equally as arrogant, but he like shakes people's hands and does stuff like that which sure. you know he doesn't do like people but i'm just
0: saying deal. take the sean saying inside for i'm the not
1: I'm, he was a f- i'm not standing yes
0: and i know he goes back and forth i get it but i'm just saying really throughout the new generation there's only really a couple people i don't even know lex Luger didn't even have it i really thought he got it because no. they tried to push him no, so much tried. That, i feel that like I they maybe shoved him, him so point. far
1: down your throat but no
0: Yokozuna. but hey I'm, I, I
1: think he had didn't he have the wcw title i think that's what it was at some point yeah
0: but we digress
1: the digression.
0: Because Brad Hart's calling everybody out. Yo,
1: yeah, it's actually really unfair that we went on that tangent, because this interview is so fucking good.
0: And we have Bobby Heenan, Ric Flair, and Razor Ramon interrupted.
1: Yeah, first he- Flair, then Razor. Then Bobby. But, Brad's face, when Razor's talking to him, like... You can tell this man is doing everything in his power not to fucking laugh. And Mm -hmm. like, it's to the point where he's smirking at him. And I'm like, okay, he's playing this well because he's doing like the tough guy smirk. Like, okay. Yes, 100%. But I know looking at, like, you know, looking at him that he's really just wants to crack up because that's his friend Scott just acting like. And whether or not,
0: (laughs) and the best part is, like you said, it's so layered. That even if he isn't doing that, then his smirk says it all too. Then you're like, awesome. So he's, he wins all the way around. It's perfect it's promo. So good. Speaking of perfect.
1: And then it ends in a big fight.
0: It ends in a fight with Brett getting jumped by everybody until Mr. Perfect, in his Mr. Perfect outfit, jumps in right his, out like, in perfect his singlet, singlet. Yeah. To save Brett. Yeah. And the two of them kind of look at each other. And I think it wasn't like one of the last times we saw Perfect Wrestle before we saw him at Survivor Series, which is actually. After this showing against Bret Hart for the title? It
1: was the last time we saw him wrestle. Yeah, Yeah, it was at SummerSlam 91.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they they, they have some history in the ring. Yeah. But everything about this is amazing.
1: But then it's also cool knowing that, like, everybody loves him. Everybody loves Kurt Henning. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, that's cool to know. It's just fun when you know, like, a little bit about
0: them. We then had a beautiful Lance Cassidy versus Gus Cantankerous. Cantaracus, Cantaracus match (laughs) oh no um it existed so lawler and vince can argue about brett and razor and who's gonna win at the rumble yeah that's really all that was about yeah Yeah, because at
1: this point it is announced at some point that brett and razor will be fighting each other in a title match at the royal rumble so
0: and then we had the interlude of the superstars (laughs) at planet hollywood we had some of the iconic shots of the early 90s we had yokozuna came up on a rickshaw. It was like a, it was a rickshaw. make-believe rickshaw, like, <laughs> tricycle bike, right? We had all of the all of the heels coming out together from the limo because oh they could only afford one. So it's like Mr. Perfect, uh, not Mr. Perfect, Ric Flair, and, like, I think Razor, and definitely Sean all got out the same Bobby limo. Heenan, Bobby Rick Heenan, Ric Flair,
1: and Shawn Michaels all get out in suit. They're all wearing, like, suits, mm-hmm. which I just... I love this shit so much, like, this pomp and circumstance in this insanity undertaker getting out of a limo in full undertaker garland. was it a limo
0: or was it a hearse i'm sure it was it probably, was probably a, hearse. a hearse it was probably a hearse. i don't know and he's like rolled out it, the back wonderful
1: and he's got like the hat still and like the whole thing and like there's then the nasty boys are like singing
0: yeah they're like singing along to like a rock song or something yeah
1: like in a band and then you have macho man singing and if you look in the background Shawn michaels is there like mimicking him like mm-hmm. making fun of him like This is for the kids, guys.
0: All for the kids? It's all for the kids. Planet Hollywood. One of the most iconic, like, ideas that every kid, between, like, Planet Hollywood, what was the other one? Wasn't there a record one, too? Oh, it
1: was Planet Hollywood and then the Hard Rock Cafe. Hard Rock
0: Cafe. Like, two things that were basically like, hey, how can we get you to get your kids to want to come to whatever thing, insert large city? And just get them to pay $35 for a burger. Oh, my like, God. This it was is such the idea. a vacation spot, it was too. Such You a had to go You there. had to go It's you like, had oh, to i go. got to go to Planet Hollywood because, oh, they have Arnold Schwarzenegger's leather jacket from Terminator 2. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> so that's what i got to see. And, oh, maybe there'll be a Hollywood person there. Oh Ridiculous. Every so everybody guy. wanted to go, but it's such a tourist trap. Like, yeah. Such, so marketed towards kids that then the adults would uh, jump right in. So.
1: But I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. If we went somewhere now... At the ages that we are, and there was a Hard Rock Cafe or a Planet Hollywood, I do want to go. Isn't
0: there one in, like...
1: There's one in Myrtle Beach. That doesn't count because, like, I've been there. (laughs) Okay. And also it's closed. But, like, if we went somewhere, like, Disney or something and there's one, like, part of me wants to go. I'm not going to say I'm going to go, but in my heart, I kind of want to go. But
0: see, the idea is you, you also... Because I
1: hope that... Rick Flair and Bobby Heenan and Shawn Michaels are there in their early 90s suits. And then Undertaker walks in in his hat. Like, I'm hoping that shit like that happens. So I just really want to be there.
0: End scene. <laughs> we are treated to what I want to try to count and see. An Undertaker versus Barry Harwood's match. I don't know if this is the first. I don't know if this is the last. I do know that our friend Barry did lose.
1: Unfortunately. Oh, his tights. This is what I wanted to say before, but it was the wrong Barry Horowitz match. <laughs> Has these little hands. He's wearing his little hand tights. His mm-hmm. like little tidy whities with the little mm-hmm. green and black hands like he's auditioning for DX. It's mm-hmm. like that bright green it's with wonderful. little hands all over.
0: <laughs> and then so we get fast. a we get a few more promos. We At got, least he
1: didn't get body bagged.
0: No. Well, you can't. That's Barry. I
1: know.
0: Um, we had an event center promo. We had Papa Shango. He's still around. The hat he's wearing is the... Uh, Hat that I've been trying to figure out if this is just like recycled back like like I think Mr. Fuji was wearing this hat earlier uh, earlier in the uh, filming, but he's wearing his hat that he may also double down and spray with some you know gold trim to be his pimp hat later on down the line.
1: <laughs> you did look up pictures. It looks yeah. like the same hat well, only it's same only black hats, yeah. instead of neon green you know? from the
0: same party party store Party City shout out yeah Spirit of Halloween. Uh, we got a Max Moon. <laughs> Max Moon sighting. He's cutting a promo about blasting opponents right out of the ring and into the orbit of the sun. Who the fuck knows?
1: This, Pat, to can you right please to help him shoot right to the top?
0: He wants to get to the top. I don't think so. He it's wants to work. shoot right there. Max, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> Beverly Brothers still around. Keeping up that tag team, uh Yeah, energy. they
1: are. They've lost their they've lost their, their guy though. They're showing up without the genius
0: Yeah, I mean he's him and him and Mach are they're hanging out. They're at home, they're playing in Hollywood. And then we had uh, a. <laughs> you got to hear another interview with Bret Hart. Yeah. Anything big on that one? You just literally have interview with Brad. <laughs> I like, was done ah, taking notes so at that point. I yeah. think he's
1: just basically a. Razor Ramon. I'll get. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to do a Bret impression. But yeah, I think he's just coming after razor.
0: razor. I'm coming for you, Razor. You're not gonna. You're not gonna give give the people what they want. No,
1: because now I'm on the spot. I can't. Yeah. But he he brings his his Canada you know to the situation
0: so i'm looking at your board
1: Ooh, this was a. Uh, this was we should have done we should have only done two this that's is what lot, i'm saying this was, this
0: was a supersized episode so we'll run through this quick I'm looking at your board that you made mm. you got one side you got feuds so we got razor ramon and mr perfect which is actually also going to really be razor brett um we have oh you have it at the bottom too nice head shrinkers natural disasters undertaker nails Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, Money, Inc. and the Nasty Boys, and Brat Razor.
1: That's it. That's all all I got. I think a couple of
0: those will pay off. I think a couple of those have already paid off.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, The other stuff I'm seeing here, new shit. I'm just going to read it out loud as your word pasta. Here we go. No. As as if this was, uh, you know, made by 14-year-old Jen somewhere. New shit. Bam Bam. Leather. Leather jacket Ramon. Sorry. Bam Bam. Leather jacket Ramon. Demento. Backland's fluffy sleeves. Too much gratitude. Oh
1: my god, because there's so many promos of all these guys. I just really need to thank my fans. Really there were like six of them.
0: Yeah, because they're probably all like leaving.
1: Or maybe because it's around Thanksgiving. But I'm just gonna tell you that this holiday spirit stuff is not
0: WrestleMania 9 Caesars Palace. Girth. <laughs> Max Moon's legs. Robotic side.
1: Max Moon's less robotic side.
0: What the fuck is Reverend Slick's deal? IcaPro. Lawler. Doink shit. <laughs> Brett interview is fire. You should have done a fire emoji. Planet Hollywood. Promos galore. Are these shit matches getting better? They so are. I, so I'm going to take the last part because I think it's important. They are.
1: Uh, right, yeah, I'm actually yeah. really enjoying some of these, some of these jobbers. Now the matches.
0: problem is I don't know yet if it's just because these are the people we remember from being kids, because this is kind of like the this is this is like the episode one here for us of the Star Wars universe, right? So we're not even in the good stuff that you and I really like. So is it just like that we remember more of this? Is it because we had already done a rewatch? Now I don't we're know. getting there. I will
1: tell you the three matches w- that we were watching where I actually noticed that the jobbers were. Like, kind of giving it back, and that it was more energetic. It was a Bam Bam Bigelow match, so yeah, that could be because he's new, but then it was High Energy and Shawn Michaels, and it could have been more, but those are the three that I was. Well, High Energy
0: had Barry Horwoods, right? Was it that one?
1: uh, Maybe, and that's well, that's who we always love a Barry Horwoods match. But But that's the thing is that, like, I noticed on a couple of them that, like, just the matches are just getting better, so maybe, but I don't know. I'm hopeful. That things will pick up.
0: Well, we know they for will for us. We, we know they will. We know we're going to be in an event center pretty soon. We know that we're going to get a Royal Rumble, and we know that we're going to then go on a march to WrestleMania. Now, I'm going to go into the loser of the week. Pretty, pretty clean cut. Pretty easy. Actually, no, you can flip a coin. I'm going to give it to two losers of the week. Kamala, the Ugandan giant.
1: Ended. Oh, he's a winner. He got out of that. Coffee. Okay. Okay.
0: Respect. Nails. Because he's yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. a meeting with Undertaker. So I'm going to give it to Nails. Um, the winner of the week, the overall winner of the week of this three episode arc. I'm going to go ahead and give it to... Now, stop me if I'm wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Doink the Clown. Oh, no. <laughs> because who the fuck is this guy? Oh. He's getting past security. He's getting right ringside. He's throwing glitter bombs on people. He's throwing water on people. He's fucking out here. And I think he might jump in the squared circle. That's my winner of the week. Who's your winner of the week?
1: Yeah, I agree. I'll I'll go with that.
0: But the best promo. Ric Flair, I love you. You're my MVP of the year, most likely. But the best promo is that Bret Hart fucking interview promo. Where he's gonna fight everybody and but, perfect But Ric
1: Flair's involved in that, so it's okay.
0: I know, but it wasn't exclusively the Ric Flair Mean Gene one was so good, but it, and if it, if it just it didn't, it was like
1: we've seen so many of of those types of things with Ric Flair this year, so I feel like I have to agree that that Bret Hart, the Bret K-Yok Hart thing is was just dope. great. And it I, was I know wonderful. this is not a promo, but I need to give a very specific <laughs> shout out Planet to Hollywood. my Planet Hollywood <laughs> vignette that I wish I got more. I want more. I want to. Be there, okay. But I don't have a time machine.
0: Well, we could always go camp out at Planet Hollywood and hope that we uh
1: that Rick Flair. And well, London you know what Taker they say. Show up, Jen. They I, do say that anything is possible <laughs> in the World Wrestling Federation, or anything so can happen.
0: Anything can happen. So follow us. Becky left the chat at gmail.com is our email to tell us about some ideas you may have about our next season. Looking for a new name, looking for some new ideas. Follow us on um, BLC underscore pod on Twitter. Jen, where are we?
1: We are Becky Left the Chat on Instagram, period between the words, and Becky Left the Chat, no periods, at gmail.com. That's our email. Um, yeah.
0: And we have two or three episodes left here, depending we, on how it works.
1: So I think we're going to have two. We'll have one that's going to cover the last 2 weeks mm-hmm. of December and then a wrap up of 1992.
0: But we could also have a preview episode of 93. We don't know. Well, could could be together. We got to we got to figure it out. But sure. After that.
1: But for sure we'll have those two. And then um yeah.
0: 93 is here. Then we,
1: on to 93. We'll, ha- we'll we'll definitely post when that season's going to start and all that when we a little closer. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe end of July, beginning of August. We just have. And to... We're gonna
0: have some special guests on that for sure. We've already lined that lined up a couple people. We're gonna do a uh, after Royal Rumble drinking game episode, so that'll be a lot of fun. We're gonna film that one here in a couple weeks, and we're just we're ready to go. We're ready to. We are going to be coming at you week to week, covering one week. So in this this first part, we got through about six months, gave us one year. And now it's just going to be weekly. So it's going to be a little disjointed in terms of the calendar. But who cares? Because it should already happen.
1: Yeah. It'll be easier to follow. You know that what we watch will just be that, you know, that week. whatever happened between Friday to Thursday. So yeah, or whatever it is, Saturday to Friday. I don't know. So we'll do superstars and Raw, you know,
0: basically or anything else we can find
1: challenge, you know, once they start find.
0: adding other stuff. Oh, yeah. That we can find.
1: It's so gonna be fun.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. Jen,
1: I got a lot of cut. I got a lot of stuff to cut.
0: Montreal was a work.
1: Today, I think, I, I think I agree.